0: Greetings, everyone, all of you who are in our worship in the sanctuary, all of you who are in our worship virtually, we welcome all of you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. It's so good for you to be in worship today, and we thank God for making it possible to worship him in so many ways. So we jump on the bandwagon to say, Lord, by any means possible, we will reach your people. This is the season of Lent. From Ash Wednesday until Easter Sunday, it is a time set aside in the Christian faith for us to take a look at ourselves. For us to examine ourselves. For us to know that there may be some testing going on to be a Christian and know how a Christian ought to act and the authority and the power that we have as Christians in the world today. This is a time you might want to give up something. You might want to start something that you know you need to do to be in a closer relationship with Jesus the Christ as he prepares to go to an old rugged cross and to suffer and die and be raised again so that we can have new life And so join us today. Put a smile on your face. If somebody's with you, smile at them and say good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And now, and now for our praise, I give you our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, accompanied by her husband, Brother Darnell Carr. And here they come as we raise praise to the Lord.
1: Praise the Lord, everybody. What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord. What a blessing it is to be in God's presence. How many know that you're blessed? When you wake up, you're blessed. When you go to bed, you're blessed. Come on and join in with us this morning. If you're able, come on and stand to your feet as we give God some praise. Come on and say bless. deep, my seas. sickness and poverty must cease for the devil is defeated we are blessed come on bless people of God give God some praise this morning hallelujah bless your Lord
0: father God we thank you for another opportunity to come into your house and lift our voices and lift our
1: hands and worship you. We take it not lightly that you allowed us to wake up this morning, to come and give you praise, God. And we just thank you for this service. Thank you for everybody watching. Thank you for our pastor. Bless us here
0: today. Bless those at home and just let your spirit abide and touch each and every heart. Let us not go home the same. In Jesus' name.
1: we will see Jesus and where he brought you from just
0: Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come with us now to our scripture reading. Our scripture lesson is found in the gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter four, verses one through 11. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Are you looking? Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. And as you're able, I ask you to stand out of reverence for God's holy. His holy word. And listen now for the word of the Lord. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights and afterwards he was famished. The devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered, it is written, one does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. And the devil said, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, again it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And then again, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only then then the devil left him and suddenly angels came and waited on Jesus the word of God for the people of God thanks be to God you may be seated And now, won't you pray with and for me? Oh, Lord, as I stand, symbolically knee bowed, body-bent, before thy throne of grace, I come again asking that you will allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for for you are my, my strength, and you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, I pray. Oh, let everybody help me by saying, amen. Our sermon title for the day is, is, it's testing time. Look at somebody and tell them. It's testing time. Oh, glory to God. Do you wanna get promoted to the next level? (laughs) It's testing time. Beloved, our lesson begins this morning with the word then, 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 then. Well, then, of course, that's a sure indication that something went on before, then. And we want to know what what happened before We got to this scripture part. Just before we get into our lesson, we we need to know that before then, Jesus had just been given a word of approval from God, his father. God had just told Jesus that he was pleased with all that he had done up to this point in his life. God said, this is my son, the beloved with whom I am well pleased. Jesus had just been blessed by God, his father. Oh, there's nothing more rewarding. It really feels good to hear from those who oversee you that that they think you're doing a, a good job. Can I get an amen? It really, it really feels good. Oh, but, beloved, however, however, right after the blessing, I said right after the blessing, Jesus, just as soon as the compliment was finished, right, right after the blessing, God had plans for Jesus. The word says, then Jesus was led up by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Oh, then the test came. You know what? Look at it like this. God is so good that he will give us a blessing before a test. Oh, he's good. God is good. Glory to God. Child of God, we all must go through the testing of our faith in God, but our lesson teaches that we we don't have to worry that we'll not have anything to hold on to when our test comes. Because God will give us something wonderful to think about when the test comes. Oh, we don't have to be concerned that God will just throw us into a test before warming us up putting us on a high spiritual plane. And then then hear this, hear this. Not only was Jesus given a word of encouragement before the test, he was not sent into the testing alone. The word says that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself, led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil need you to listen to me. Whenever a child of God is going through a test, you better know it's a setup. It's a setup by God because the truth is the devil cannot decide without God's permission to take one of us who is a Christian through a test in the first place. That's why everybody today ought to be running to join the church of Jesus Christ. That's what I got to say. And the word of God reminds us that God will never give us more than we can bear. Therefore, therefore, remember now, remember that whenever we are being tested by the devil, we never go through the testing site alone because God allows the devil to test us with the Holy Spirit at our side, if you're a Christian. Amen? For example, for example, you remember when you were in the classroom, all of us have been in a classroom with a, with a teacher. Some of us have been teachers. Uh, all, all of us have been in a classroom where the teacher is there doing the testing time. Amen. She's there just to keep some order, just to keep somebody from not doing what uh, they would do if she wasn't there. Somebody needs to say amen. And and, and then look at this. The teacher is quiet doing the test. She's quiet. She's quiet because the teacher's not there to take the test for us. The teacher has already prepared us for the test with the words that they spoke while teaching us. Therefore, it's our test. The teacher knows the answers, but it is our test. Stop running to folks rescue all the time. Let them pass their test. The teacher is there to just give us a feeling of security. You know what I mean. Because nobody can mess with you with the teacher standing guard. Oh, you need to see this. You need Well, that's, that's what we see here. The devil was going to take Jesus through a test. But he couldn't kill him because the Holy Spirit was standing guard. The devil couldn't kill Jesus, but neither was the Holy Spirit going to take the test for Jesus. Tests are used to see how much we know about the subject matter. We say we Christians, then from time to time, we're going to get tested. Many times we expect the Lord to take our test. That's why we say, why me? Why not you? You in the classroom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now look at our scripture. This is a lesson on the reality of the testing situation. The Bible says Jesus fasted. Fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And afterwards he was famished. He was starving. I did that once in my life a long time ago. I fasted 40 days and 40 nights. I've never done it again. Somebody help me up in here, somebody help me. Help me up in here, help me. Listen, the devil didn't start the test when Jesus entered the wilderness. You see, because Jesus was just too happy. He was too strong. He was on top of things. He was was too full. Jesus was just too content. But make note of this reality. You see, the devil will not begin the test until we are in a weakened condition. Somebody needs to say amen. That's why I've had to stay happy. I've tried to stay happy before I entered the 40-day test. Hallelujah, glory, glory to God. I've tried to find another way besides going without food. For 40 days and 40 nights, hallelujah. You need to be trying to find another way because God will do what God must do to get you to the next level. Oh, somebody ought to say amen. So make note, make note. He waited. He waited. The devil. He just waited because the devil knows when we're at our lowest spiritually. Oh, he knows and that's when the devil strikes. You know, sometimes you put a smile on your face when you're not even feeling about it, but it fools the devil. Glory to God. Oh, when he sees a frown on your face, when he sees you acting ugly, when he sees you gifting up, he's ready, he ready to strike. Hallelujah, that's when the devil strikes. The devil knows when you have not been going to church in person or virtually. Ah, that's when he strikes. The devil knows when you have not paid your tithes by mail, PayPal, or in the plate. Oh, that's when he strikes. The devil knows when you are not listening to the preacher, when you were angry, when you allow people to distract you from God, when you are all caught up in your own self, self, in your own ego, in your own greatness, even though you ain't that great hallelujah you live in a fairy tale land oh where the world will tell you you're great but don't listen because only God is is really great <laughs> hallelujah when you're all caught up the devil knows all these things and that's when he strikes that's why we need to be ready to be tested anytime look at this Look at this again. The Bible says that Jesus was famished, starving, and the devil, the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, the devil came and said, Jesus, why don't you just command these stones to become loaves of bread? And we know that Jesus is fully human and, and fully God. But during this time, he's being fully human. So we can relate. Fully God, fully human. But Jesus was stuck in a state of starvation at the time when his humanness was being tested. Oh. Ah, Jesus was famished. He hadn't eaten for 40 days, 40 nights. And the devil went straight for his weakness. devil said to himself, the devil, the devil talking, devil said, I know that you're hungry. <laughs> so I'm going to tempt you with some food. Ooh. You be careful. Be careful. Don't ever get desperate. I know that you've been single for a long time. Don't get desperate. I'm finna test you with the devil. Oh, he gonna come in a three-piece suit. The devil. He gonna have money in the bank. The devil. He gonna be driving a car that you like. I'm talking about the devil. But the devil is subtle. Look at this. Even before he brought up the food. He, he wanted to just get Jesus to doubt his father's love. It's the test. It's a test. So the devil said, "Oh, but you know, if if you are the son of God, <laughs> I mean, if if you are the son of God, then then you will command these stones to become loaves of bread." In other words, if God is your father. You ought to have the strength and the power to make what you want happen. After all, after all, your father doesn't want you hungry. Oh, yeah, you've been without a long time. Yeah, you haven't eaten in a couple of days. You know, you're not supposed to have a chocolate cake, but you haven't had dessert in a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Go, go eat it. If the father really loves you, you to eat you ain't been to a club in a while you've been on lockdown a couple of years the devil say go on to the club go on to the club my brother the woman from hell isn't that waiting for you it's all right the devil will tell you it's all right for you to do it it's all right but you see, for Jesus and for us, for Jesus to feed his physical body doing this test would have put him outside of the will of God. Jesus had to stay in the will of God until the Lord came and rescued him. Not when the devil came to rescue him. Somebody ought to hear me up in here because sometimes we need to discern who's coming to our rescue. Sometime our children come to our rescue. You look up and they, and they, all the kids and girlfriends that moved in your house. I'm telling you what you. I just came to help you out. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's better to stay in the test. Stay in the test until the Lord comes for us than to be a coward and quit the process. Before the Lord comes to rescue us. We got to stop being so soft and so critical and, and so big and just pitiful. You can't be all of that and call yourself a Christian. Christians don't go around moping and groping and criticizing and making excuses. That's not what we do. Glory to God. It's just better to stay in the mess till God come and get you. Hallelujah, because it's a test. Look at somebody say, it's only a test. Hallelujah, it's a test. You see, Jesus was not so hungry that he was going to listen to the devil. So look at it. We can never be so desperate that we're going to listen to the devil either. People talking about the church today, that ain't nobody but the devil. You need to be defending it. People talking about people who love God today, I don't want to be, I ain't religious, I'm spiritual. You ain't neither one because really, really. If you're spiritual, you are religious, and if you are religious, you are spiritual. Hallelujah, glory to God, you're both of them. Hey, you can't pick one or the other. When we are not thinking clear, the devil will come and make us an offer when we not thinking clear. Oh, when we are we're in a hurry, we're in a hurry. We want it now, we want it now. When we get in a hurry, when we can't see for crying, When we think we can't stand another minute when we are at our rope's end, we need to know when to stand up to the devil. We need to know when to wait on God. Knowing that God is coming to the rescue. Oh, he may not come when you want him, but God always comes on time. Sometimes he's going to let you stay in the mess long enough. So that you won't get in that same mess again. Somebody needs to help me up in here today. Stand up to the devil, child of God. The word of God says, resist the devil. And the devil will flee. Help me, Holy Ghost, help me, help me. So Jesus said to the devil, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, Jesus didn't say the son of man. Jesus said man, meaning humankind. This word is for you and for me. Jesus was not using his divine powers. He was staying in his humanness so that he could identify with you and me in our humanness. Oh, Jesus was being all human in this encounter with the devil so that, so that he could know us better and we could in our humanness model after Jesus. Oh, but the devil didn't, did not quit. See, the devil don't get weary of doing evil things. We get weary of doing good things. <laughs> and the only way the devil can win is when we ain't doing nothing. Help me in here somebody. The devil didn't quit. He just kept trying so the second temptation from the devil was even more subtle. This time, Satan also used the word of God. You better know the devil know the Bible. Don't be impressed with somebody coming with a, with a Bible under their arm and can quote it. And they just, I don't know, no, no. You, you, you finish it. This time, Satan also used the word of God. So you intend live by the scriptures he's thinking. He'll catch you. Then let me quote you a verse of scripture and see if you will obey. The devil knows the scripture. Don't fool yourself. Satan then took the Lord Jesus to the pinnacle of the temple, probably about 500 feet above the Kidron Valley. And Satan then quoted from Psalm 91 verses 11 through 12. Satan said, he'll give his angels charge over you lest you dash your foot against a stone. (laughs) In other words, before you go any further, make God prove himself to you. That he is really with you and that he'll really protect you from harm. If you really believe the scriptures, then Jesus, jump. Jump. Let's just see if God, your father, really cares about you. Go on. Walk out across the street on a red light. Go on. Race your car down the street. Go on. Keep drinking when the doctor told you to stop. Go on. Asking God to do things that God is not going to do because whatever we want has to be in the will. Of God, And so, Jesus responded again. Jesus said, it is written, in other words, it's in the Bible, do not put the Lord our God to the test. Beloved, you, you must never divorce one part of the scripture for another, but you must always compare spiritual things with spiritual things. You, you, you can prove almost anything by the Bible if you isolate text from the context and turn them into pretext. It's called proof testing. That's why you need to be with somebody who's been to school. Help me up in here, somebody. Don't just be listening to your friends. They don't even believe in God. And Lord, the, the Bible in their house is so full of dust. To li- <laughs> Therefore, Jesus responded by reaffirming his faith in God when you believe. You don't need to test God. You don't need to test God. He got, you know he'll be there. How do you know? Because he's been there before. How do you know? Because he said so. Glory to God. Believe God. He said he would. So Jesus was saying, I have enough faith to know that God is with me and will be with me at the critical time. I don't need to test God, my father. Don't test God. Don't be going, why me? Why not you? Don't ask God. Why I got to always go? Because God thinks you can, you know, he can handle it. He know you can handle it. He's trying to prove to you you can handle it. Hallelujah. The devil had tried to tempt Jesus through his flesh. Tried to tempt Jesus through his faith. And you would have thought the devil was through. Now, as long as you don't know, you have the authority to get Rid of the devil with the words from your mouth as a Christian. He going to keep messing with you, boo. He going to keep on messing. I'm trying to tell you what you got to do. Oh, Lord. But the devil, you know, the devil don't give up easy. I tell people if the devil is really after you, it's because he knows you can do something to him if he don't get you. But if the devil never messes with you, that's when you ought to be weary. Because that means that he don't even want you. Probably because he already got you. Oh, help me up in here. If the devil wants you or me, he's going to work hard to get us. So now the third thing the devil tried was appealing to Jesus' ego. They say the worst thing in the world now is our ego. Our ego, you know, only egotistical thoughts are thoughts of where is everybody, why people treat me like that, why I can't ever do nothing right, why people don't like me. That's all ego stuff. If God loves you, and you know God loves you, then you know that's more than enough. So now he took Jesus to a high mountain and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and and, and all their glory. And he said, oh, Jesus, look, all of these things I'll give you if you just fall down and worship me. In other words, sell out to me and I'll give you power. Worship me and I'll give you the world. That very statement is why we should never be jealous of people who have things. Because we don't know who they might have sold out to get the things. I told somebody one time, I said, you're amazing. You have all these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things. Oh my goodness. Oh, I I wish I had something. And she stopped me and she said, you know what, Waters? the reason you'll never have what I have is because you're not going to do what I did to get what I got. Don't ever be jealous of things and popularity and being famous and all of that because you don't know what they gave up to get that. Yes, God will give us material things. Yes, he will. God will give us gold and diamonds and big houses and nice cars and all of that. Yes, he will, child of God. But just because somebody got those things does not mean they are child of God. You better discern. You better discern because so will the devil. But for Jesus, for Jesus, the real power lies in Being in love with God. That's where your real power comes from. Stop worrying about things and people. The real power comes from falling in love. Of all things, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The real power is in how much we love the Lord. Oh, it's written, you shall worship the Lord your God. Jesus said, oh, no, devil, that's written. I must worship the Lord, my God. And him only shall I serve. Glory to God. Glory to God. Stop falling in love with all. seek me first I'll see that all the other things will come to you. You ain't got to go looking. If you put God first he will give you the desires of your heart if they're in his will. Look at somebody say oh it's testing time and so beloved when the devil comes to test us what well, we learn that we must stand on On the word of God. No fussing. No cussing. No acting crazy. No hitting. No whining. No pining. When the devil strikes you, use the word of God. If it ain't in your heart, go get the Bible and read it. Just so he hears it come from your mouth. Defeat the devil, just like Jesus did in him. We must know the word of God to use on the devil. Because the word of God is like a two-edged sword. The word of God is the only thing that'll kill the devil's activity. The word of God is our spiritual weapon. So whatever the devil puts in our face to tempt us, we say, Get thee behind me, Satan, for greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Oh, devil, whatever the devil uses, try, try to make you fall down, you tell him. No weapon, do you know who you're messing with? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a child. Of the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, beloved, being a Christian ought to mean something to you. I tell you, every Sunday people going, they need to be asking, why is she so strong? Why is she got what she got? And all we got to say is, Jesus, hallelujah, God, hallelujah. In my weakness, devil, God is my help and my strength. God is an ever-present help in a time of trouble. We send the devil running. We don't run from the devil. Ain't nobody scared of the devil. Not if you're a Christian. Now, if you're not a Christian, I can't say. <laughs> I can't say you better lock your house up tight. I don't know. If you sleep with the I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know. But I do know, I do know this. If you love the Lord, oh God, if he's real to you, if you walk with him and you talk with him and he tells you that you're his own, then you're not afraid of anybody or anything. Because God is with you. You know, say, I'm standing my ground. I'm just waiting on God. I'm just waiting on God. Girl, if I was you, I'd be gone. I'm just waiting on God. Oh, yeah, I ain't going to be in no hurry. I ain't that desperate. I ain't known the man but a week now. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, my brother, you ain't that desperate. She may be fine. But the girl is the woman from hell. That's all I got to say. Listen, sometimes, beloved, you got to know in your test that you got to wait on God. Because it is written that
1: they that wait on the
0: Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. What shall we say to the devil if God is for me? Who, who can be against me? Devil, you fighting the wrong person. I'm a Christian. That means this battle ain't mine. It's the Lord's. I'm standing on the word of God. That means I'm going to win, devil. And you're going to lose. This is the way a Christian ought to think today in times like these. I'm going to just tell you this little, this little illustration. The devil whispered in my ear. You are not strong enough to withstand the storm I can put you in. But today, today, I said today, I'm gonna shout back in the devil's ear. Today, I am a child of God, I'm a a woman. Of faith, hallelujah. I'm a warrior of Jesus Christ. I am the storm. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. I told Satan, get me behind, get out of my house, get out of my family, get out of my neighborhood, get out of the world. Get out. Get out, devil. Too much going on. Victory. Today. Tomorrow. Forever.
1: Victory is mine. I am
0: the star.
1: get all upset with
0: a person and we be about get out of my head. get out of my face of- we don't fight the flesh. <laughs> we fight the spirit. this is a spiritual war. You need to be telling that to the devil huh <sighs> not to the devil, not to John Boy, to the devil, not to Susie Q, but to the devil a spiritual time like none other spiritual time the only people gonna bring some order to this time are those of us who know that we have the authority to destroy evil in the name of Jesus oh give the Lord a hand praise he's worthy He's worthy, he's worthy, worthy to be praised. And we, because we are Christian, oh, it means
1: something to be a Christian. We have the victory.
0: And now on this first Sunday, there are words that the Lord would have us to remember on this first sunday remember remember that jesus bled suffered and died for us so don't we don't have to bleed suffer and die for ourselves jesus has already paid the price The truth is, and because he has, we belong to him and not to ourselves or to anybody else. Jesus paid it all, all to him. We all. And so now we prepare for Holy Communion. And those of you who are watching Virally. Uh, if you ever need a communion kit, please go to our website p a c o i m a f u m c dot com and let us know that you would like us to send you one in the mail. Oh, and we would be more than happy to do that. You can also join the church the same we thank those of you who are here today and we thank those of you who are watching we understand now that we have 300 loyal faithful watchers and subscribers with us every Sunday but thousands in and out that just says to me God cannot be defeated, not by anything that happens in this world. God will always make a way out of no way. My prayer is that we are on board God's way and not stuck in our egos, wanting everything to be like it used to be. As we come to this service of communion, those of you here, do you have your communion cups? If you don't, then someone will give you one. Yes, we all have it. Okay. Let's take a minute and open them. peace of the Lord be always with you. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let us pray together now the prayer that the Lord taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Amen. Jesus invites us. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. We invite you now to spiritually unite with all of the members of Pacoma First United Methodist Church and with all of the saints of the church in heaven and on earth and partake of the Lord's Supper that has been consecrated by me. According to the Gospel of Luke, When our risen Lord was at table with his disciples, he took bread and he blessed it, broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him. This, take the bread, this is a symbol of the body of Jesus Christ. It is the bread of life. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word it represents the word of God. Broken for you and for me. The body of Christ broken and his humanness for you. Lift the cup. This is the blood of Jesus Christ, the symbol, the cup of salvation. He shed it. In his humanness again for you. (laughs) the will of doing the work of his father was much more important than his own will not my will he said praying in the garden of Gethsemane Lord can you take this cup from me
1: oh but not my will
0: thy will be done now let us pray
1: Oh, God, we thank
0: you. We thank you that through your word and this holy communion, that you have given us your son, who is the true bread from heaven and the real food of eternal life. We lift
1: up Jesus.
0: So strengthen us in your service that our daily living may show our thanks and our gratitude to you, oh God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord.
1: Let everybody say,
0: This is testing time. All over the world, the struggles, the hardship, the crime, the wars, the rumors of wars, disease, sickness. So you go now in in the knowledge, go now, during this Lenten season, to make sure that during the trials and tribulations of life you will stand under the power and undergirding of the Holy Spirit. smile on your face.